Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hello, I'm Jules. Hello, I'm Sarah. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome to Jules and Sarah, the podcast. Thank you so much uh, for being here. And um, before we do absolutely anything, we're going to have an official statement. For those of you who listened to the last week's episode, you will realise that I have been through a upholstery and interior <laughs> nightmare. Sofa has been removed. Great. So, I mean, for those for those who do need to catch up, there was a sofa blocking your alleyway. and Alleyway <laughs> being my hallway. Yes. Thanks, I don't live in the street. Yeah, but I do like the word alley, and I was determined to get it in. But it's gone. It's gone. Where's it gone? Well, the, apparently these two blokes came to pick it up, but they didn't bring a van. And so Jake, my partner, was like, would you like some help to the van? They're like, no, we're just going to walk off with it. This was like a three-seater. Hang on, have they paid you for it? They haven't just... Yes, money exchange. Okay, fine, good, good. I don't know. I wasn't just going to give it away. Well, who knows? Jake might have got the wrong end of the stick and gone, yeah, boys, take it. No, confirmed it. the price prior to their arrival. Good, good. Well, look, may they be very happy on yes, it. Yes, well, yes. So coming up on the podcast today, uh, news from the north. <gasps> yes, mine is a food-related news. Ah, oh, mine kind of, mine's eating-related. So, similar yeah, theme. we'll look forward to that. Also, um, we've got coming up our mother's ruin, news yeah. from June and Sheila. <laughs> Yes, what have they been up to? Um, and also, we will play Would You Rather Would as I? well. <laughs> um, you've been in Sweden since I last saw I you. I have. Gosh, the men are fit there. Are they? Yeah, very fit. When I was checking in, the woman was like, oh, what are you doing in Stockholm then? You know, you always get chatting with the girls that check in. <laughs> well, I do. Yeah. Um, and I was like, well, to be honest, I am going for work, but mainly I'm going to shop. And stare at hot Swedish boys. She went, oh, I'm glad someone's going to. <laughs> we had a right laugh. But I actually got poorly. Oh, love. Yeah, I caught what they Nothing caught. Nothing to do with a Swedish man. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> no, I don't, Jake. Sorry. Um, but <laughs> I actually got what they call spring flu. Spring flu. Yes, it's because all the flowers are coming up all in one go. The pollen is released into the air and everyone gets sick. Uh, it's hay fever. It's a cold well, But they hay call fever. it spring flu, so I'm going with it. I'm, yeah. I'm like, oh, I've got spring flu, sorry. Don't <laughs> come close. I've contracted spring flu. <laughs> 
But it is just hay fever or a cold. It's utter Listen, nonsense. I mean, don't drag me down yeah, here. Yeah, sorry. Okay, you're right. Let me have yeah. my moment. Terrible about the spring flu. Oh, it's awful. Or isn't it? Um, we should say hello to our Swedish listeners, which I'm sure you bought them all dinner while you were over there. Yes, and I actually know hello in Swedish. Hey, hey. Hey, hey. And goodbye. I'm not saying it yet. I'm just saying it for the proof of that I can speak Swedish. Hey, Dor. Hey, Dor. Yeah, exactly. Like That's... you're saying hi to someone who's called Dor. Yeah. Like Doreen, but for short. Hey, Dor. Uh, hey, Dor. And um, thanks is Tack. I, I sort of know this is all coming back to me now Tack. all coming back, back to, to me, me now. now we're a little bit giddy um, because we're so giddy <laughs> well you hadn't heard the new Megan Trainor single no which she's called no oh I know. Um, and I was shocked actually because I knew how much you'd love it because um, it's kind of got the NSYNC thing going on but we've just had it on and we danced however we remained seated while we danced to it <laughs> yes I, th- I was thinking when we're dancing chair dancing is quite the skill yes it, I... you, you don't see it enough why bother getting up well this has been my attitude on nights out for the last I'd say five or six years <laughs> but... why get up why leave my drink well, and it, lose my seat sometimes though as well like if you're sat down in like you know a, a busy city bar um, <laughs> and you can't get onto the dance floor and you're like well I'll just have a little potter on the seat yes we kind of did that but we, our seats are on wheels yes <laughs> if you can get an office seat on wheels into a bar or club for a night out. I can't recommend it enough. Also would be very good at dinners because you could just be wheeled to the car. Yes. You know, or you can eat buffets. Yes. Another route to our millions. Or you can eat buffets with seats with wheels. Yes. Are you finished, sir? Let me wheel you to your automobile. Or better still, have everyone sat down. And I don't know why the lazy Sally, you know, the rotating thing. Like, you know, if you go to a Or a spinning Susan. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yes. I don't know why they haven't caught on more. I'm a massive fan of them. Yes. Although it is awkward when you've got the like spinning Susan, lazy Sally, whichever one you want to pick. Yes. When that's been spun and you're like, oh, wait, just wait. Like yeah. almost like postcards when you see the one that you want, but the tourist on the other side is yes. spinning it and you're like, hang on, that one looked good. <laughs> and then you've got to wait for it to come round again. I did that to a girl today. We were looking for birthday cards and I turned it. I was in, uh, look, I was in a high time pressure situation Fair. and I thought darling I don't have time for you to look at this side I need to get on with this I've got to come round <laughs> you look like a dawdler you yes. look like you're not even shopping for a card you just like like you're purchasing cards for the card draw for the cash and wrap draw we've all got them do you know what I think that is a sign of getting older when you have cards to hand like at the drop it is good you know. isn't it we, we've got a few banked up but it is because Jake buys them I'm not organised like that enough I'm usually the one who's like oh my god I'm on the way to the birthday party I'm bought a card yeah. <laughs> did happen to me recently as I went to my first baby shower ah uh, yes on the day of baby shower I had to run to the shop and buy said gift what did you buy a gorgeous little cuddly toy thing yeah. which I actually wanted one for myself but then yeah. I had to talk myself I was like this is ridiculous you yeah. don't need a t- cuddly toy put yourself together it's for a baby yeah gosh baby shower now this was absolutely amazing as far as you know Joe Malone candles everywhere there was a French bulldog with balloons on it <laughs> hired for the day no it was someone's pooch <laughs> but it is a weird concept when the gifts are being opened yeah because I was like oh didn't realise it was going to be so lavish what was it quite spendy quite spendy yeah and I wouldn't say I'm scraping the barrel but I'm definitely not you know a private jet category <laughs> no I mean, I'm in a nice in between stage yeah. <laughs> one day what? um 
it's quite a weird concept, isn't it? Well, it's American, isn't it? So straight away it gets my back right up. Obviously, if you are American like, and listening, we love you and we love yeah, baby showers. But I, I say... <laughs> Miss British here. I know, I say, you know, you keep your baby showers and also your movies because they're films or the pictures, as I still like to call yes. them. Um, but I think, I think it's a lovely thing to do to all get together before someone has a baby. I think that's a really nice thing to do and have a little, you know, a little get together and sort of send her on away and mm. say, you know, I'll see you in two weeks when you're covered in vomit. <laughs> um, but I think the spending thing is ridiculous. I mean, I just think it's kind of out well, of control. Well, because also I was like, like one of my friends was like, oh, just get really like Converse shoes for the baby. And I was like, well, they're only going to be in them for... Yeah, and also they're not cheap. Little Converse no. baby shoes are the same as I think adult this. Baby I shoes. think this is like because we're both northern as well, and we both. I don't know. I think we <laughs> yeah. both just see like that. Don't be so ridiculous. Yeah, and also they now before the baby shower they have what do they call it the reveal party? Have you heard about this? <laughs> Sounds so- <laughs> like my kind of thing to be honest. <laughs> so you go. So somebody's pregnant. They're having a baby, and they found out if they're having a boy or a girl. Oh. And you go, and the way that they do it is you get everyone there. Everyone has to bring a bloody present again, Ooh. and you have. But a- how do you know? You don't know what you're buying for well, a boy or a girl. You just got to buy white cotton blankets for all. Yellow. Um, <laughs> And they have a cake that's like a Ooh. chocolate cake and they cut into it and then it'll have a blue sponge or a pink sponge. Oh. But the thing is, I'm just like... Heavy oh. on the food colouring. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, get over yourself. You know what I was a fan of at this baby shop? There was a lot of drink. Great. A dry baby shower has not got my bow. I'm not pregnant. Dry events, generally, not really our scene. Not even a breakfast, to be honest. (laughs) Just throw in a glass of bubbles and get me well on my way. Always. Never before noon and never before food. Mm. Unless you're having a wedding. Unless it's your wedding. (laughs) Or unless you haven't been to bed. (laughs) Yes, fine. In which case, fine. fine. But the thing is, I mean, there's lots of babies around at the moment. And I know it's because I'm 32. It's spring, my love. It is spring. (laughs) And, you know, babies love Facebook. Oh, they do. All over it. Yeah. But this is a new thing. And I've seen a few people do it, which is we've had the baby. Yay. Look, you know, we're all doing well. Um. You can email the baby. Here's the email address. So it's helloarchie at gmail. And you can email the baby, right? I'm like, are you fucking kidding? I'm going to email. Are they going to reply? Are they going to reply to me and say hi, Sarah? It'd be weird if they did, though, wouldn't it? Thanks for my yellow blanket, love. Thanks so much, Sarah. Hope you like the cake. I'm emailing from the womb. (laughs) (laughs) Signals shy. (laughs) Also, a lot of my friends who have babies, I automatically become Auntie Sarah. And I never asked to be Auntie Sarah. I never wanted to be Auntie Sarah. But I am. Like, they refer, they're like, oh, Auntie Sarah's here. I thought you'd have loved that. No, I just want to be Sarah. Right. If I'm not their auntie, yeah, I'm just not, I'm not really that into it. God, I'm all over it. Uncle Jules, I sign texts, Uncle Jules, I get really into it. (laughs) But I love kids. Well, I do. Do you get brooding? Oh, my God, massive. Look at these hips. These hips were born to bear. Right. I am You would be like a pedigree cow, really, wouldn't you? (laughs) Thanks, babe. She'd make good stock, that one, in in cage four, pen four. (laughs) And I will... She eats a lot of hay. (laughs) (laughs) But come on, email my baby... Do me a favour. What, dear Archie, don't be a dick, love Sarah. <laughs> and I'm not your auntie. Yeah. 
<laughs> Love Sarah, not Auntie. Um, now, because it is spring, it's got me wondering, it got me giggling the other day. I was looking out the window and I was like, you know, some animals are lucky enough to hibernate, aren't they? Yes. I think you and I would have been brilliant hibernators. I think the general life of a bear really, honestly, really appeals well, to me. Well, I was thinking you and I would be bears. Yeah. Because we get up and, you know, we've got gorgeous fur. Yeah. Lovely. Mm. Eat loads of salmon. We both like salmon. Yeah, I do like salmon. Also, breaking into people's tents and eating their things. Yes, yeah, finding their digestives. Yeah. Lovely. <laughs> and then... We'd have honey. Yes. We'd sleep in beds. <laughs> Goldilocks would get on our tits yeah. for sure. And then we'd just clock off for like yeah. what, however long it is. But, I mean, I think we'd be cracking. Yeah. Touch up Leonardo DiCaprio. Bob off home. I do. <laughs> I think we'd be good. I am really good at sleeping though. Really good. Like I can always put myself back to sleep. Oh, can you? I'm not a very good sleeper. I'd, I'd be a bear that has to have a few bottles of red before <laughs> I go in for the big sleep. Like, it's going to be the big one. This is the big one. Right. OK, You'd let's put myself over. out. Like, Jules, come on. Just go to sleep. Come on. It's time now. Like, I just can't get down. I'm panicking about the day. I can't stop checking my phone. <laughs> yeah, I can't stop thinking about things. <laughs> I've got to wash the fur one more time. Yeah. <laughs> let me put let me put like an, an over eight month hair mask yeah. on. <laughs> can you hear something? I can hear something. There's something out there. There's a mouse in this cave. Yeah. I know there's something rattling about. <laughs> um, I've had a mouse incident recently. Ooh. Right, I was sat. I was sat at home. Right, it was late, and I didn't have the telly or anything. I was just on the laptop or my phone. Can't remember. Very generation Y. Oh, very generation Y. <laughs> Why? Why are you still up? And um, under my front door, blatant as you like, a mouse came in, <gasps> ran over my virgin box and under the radiator. <gasps> the cheek, the bare-faced cheek Didn't of Didn't even all. knock. <laughs> Didn't even pretend that it had got Oh, in. it's horrible. And that is it the is biggest horrible. downside of living in London. Is yeah. You just cannot escape them. No. You can't. Um... Because I think if you live up north, they find heated places in garages. And, yes. But we don't have that in London. We're penned in like rats anyway. Yeah. <laughs> but they are. They are knocking about. Yeah, they're all over the place. Do you know what they though? I read online, they don't like mint. Like, really? they don't like mint. So if you get peppermint you oil... You never catch them sipping a mojito. You never see one chewing a polo mint. No. They just don't... <laughs> They so have you like left? It. Have you left a little strip of polo mints yeah. underneath your front door? Left tic tacs like, just by the front, <laughs> like sandbags for for the floods. Yeah. You've got the polos out for the mice. <laughs> People, are, your neighbours are going to think you're absolutely crazy. <laughs> What's all this, Sarah? Crushed up polo mint. Don't touch it. <laughs> Don't ask any questions. No. <laughs> Stuart Little will be back in no time. Yeah, Stuart Little, more. Stuart Little. I've decided though um, that it is time for a cat I'm going to get a cat because that's the best way to get rid of mice mice hate cats and actually this is one of my favourite facts mice are so scared of cats they get so frightened that they have smaller litters like they don't have as many babies oh really yeah because they're so scared it's a hormonal thing with a cat Mm. Yeah, we're so, thinking about getting a cat. As are well. you? Yeah. Did you want a Persian cat? I um, want something chic and yeah. calm. I don't want any old factory thing knocking about. <laughs> See, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get. You'll get some moggy from some sa- some centre, and not that there's anything wrong with no. that, but it'll be like Sarah. Meow. <laughs> 
That's what I want. I want a mad cat. I want, I'm going to get a lovely rescue cat and I'm going to save. The thing is, though, I want an old cat because I've got a wall and I want it to be not bothered to jump over it, to just look up and go, I can't face that. And I've had a look online. Mm. I've had a look um, because they've got the rehoming gallery and I've I've quite fallen for <gasps> one of them and he's called Glenn. Oh, great name. I'm Glenn such a fan of animals with human names. Yes, I, my mate's got a cat called Ian. Oh, just amazing. We want one called Linda. Yes, perfect. Or Mr. Cornelius. <laughs> but we think that would get shortened, but Linda would be really funny. My friend is obsessed with calling her dog Barbara so that when she's in a park, she can yell, Barbara. Yeah. Barbara. Brilliant. Barbara. Linda. Yeah, brilliant. Glenn. <laughs> so Glenn, good. put that down, Glenn. <laughs> Jesus, Glenn, you've just eaten. Get off my slipper. <laughs> Stop eating them polos. They're for Glenn. Stuart. <laughs> But yeah, June has said, get a cat. June said, get a cat. It's the best thing to do. Oh, good one. How is June? Well, June, do you know what? She's good. June's amongst us. She's come to London again. She doesn't text me. No, that's because you email. Oh, good yes. point. Good point. <laughs> um, she's down because it's my dad's birthday, right? Aww. It's my dad's birthday tomorrow. And the thing is, dads are hard to buy for. Yeah. They are really... Yeah. They're like the hardest of them all, yeah. aren't they? Because they're, they're never really fussed. No, or they've got everything. Yeah, and also... I think there's a certain type of people, you and I, who like stuff. Yeah, love stuff. Can't get enough stuff. No. Whereas dads are like, well, I've got this wallet. It's been working perfectly fine for the last 20 years. Why do I want a new wallet? Well, it comes in a different colour, Dad. Why don't you want that? Dad. No. No, they don't want a selection of anything, do they? But also, it's his 60th as well. A lot of extra pressure. Big. I think I've nailed it. I've bought him um, a tile with an impala on it. Brilliant. Yeah, I'm very happy. An impala is a very understated and underseen animal. Absolutely. I think it's, I can't remember where they're from, but they're like an antelope. If you can't draw an impala to mine, (laughs) then they are like very chic, very quick. Very chic. Um, We wouldn't be like them. We'd be bears. We're very much bears. Definitely not a springbok or an antelope. Christ, no. no. Not in the deer We wouldn't do well with being hunted, to be honest. We'd be on edge all the time. (gasps) What was that, Russell? What was it? (laughs) Oh, there's something coming. I was painting my hoof. I can hear it. I'm going to be eaten. (laughs) Run, Sarah. I wouldn't even see them coming. I'd just be shot. Oh, I've been shot. Oh, no. I saw everyone else running and I thought, something's up here. But the grass was... This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. 
PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. So good. Yeah. <laughs> and to me, it didn't look greener over there. I'm staying put. I'll let them all get on with it and catch up in a minute. <laughs> yeah, that was it. That'd be me over. So yeah, so I've bought him this tile, um, which you know, I mean, you can put a hot pan on, or <laughs> oh, lovely. Well, they might redo on, the bathroom. They might redo you the never bathroom. Know. They might. Um, so June, June wasn't sure what to buy, Dad. Um, so she's bought him tickets to the opera. <laughs> only to realise um, that actually it's on the night that he's got, I think he's got a big day at work, you know, he's got a lot of... Big day. Big day. Big day. Uh, and that night it's four hours of opera, which Ooh. I mean, you know... After a stressful day, <laughs> he might be just wanting a whiskey. <laughs> four hours of Puccini to look forward to. Happy birthday! <laughs> um, so she's done that, but she's also got him, um, <laughs> she's got him a senior rail card. Um, <laughs> which he won't want. She got it in like November. She's obsessed with it. I bet. I know. I'd like one a third off. Me too. Yeah. It's like being a student again. I know. He they won't be flashing that. I always travel first class then because it was cheaper than a normal ticket and you'd be like, smog. Except mine ran out once and they did me for it. Ooh, yeah. Swines. I know. Swines. They could see I was an impoverished student sat in first class. <laughs> <laughs> um, how is Sheila? Oh, Sheila. Sheila's not happy with the current temperature. No. It's dropped, I quote <laughs> today. It's she's right. sunny, but it's dropped. And she was saying that she's um she's going to the races soon. Now I don't really go to the races because I don't I don't bet. I, I I'm not very good around those kind of situations. Mm. Odds, odds are very <laughs> difficult as well. Odds are very hard. Also, pay bar, I don't think so. Yeah. <laughs> but Sheila was saying there's just no chic way to do races unless you're draped in country casuals and fur. <laughs> Oh, quite right, shall. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Cool. Yeah, she somebody... can do that. Oh, well, definitely. But I think I think they're going to the races. But she was like, it's just freezing. She doesn't want to leave the house at the moment. She's not going out. She's hibernating. She's hibernating. Shell's bedding in. Shell's not a bear though. No, she's some. She's more of some kind of feline, like a minx. Yeah, <laughs> I was going to say a vole. Sorry, Sheila. <laughs> <laughs> She'll have your eyes out for that. <laughs> Sheila, I can't apologise enough. Um, you don't listen anyway. You don't even know yeah. about the podcast. So don't worry. <laughs> um, shall we do news from the north? Let's. Okay, you go first. What have you got? Now, this is quite a hefty piece. So I've had to like cut it down. I mean, award-winning journalism here from the Yorkshire Evening Post. Um, Yorkshire's licorice revival. All sorts of tradition. <laughs> Good. Um. It once fueled an entire industry, but having died out in the 1960s, Phil Penfold reports on Yorkshire's licorice revival. I didn't know it had died out, licorice. <laughs> you are going to hear the whole timeline of it, my friend. <laughs> good, good. For many of us, licorice will mean one of two things. It will either be the stuff that stuck out of a tube of sherbet or a packet of all sorts, which apparently got their nickname around 1900. You might remember that, Sarah. <laughs> After a rep for the Bassett <laughs> confectionery firm fell off his push bike, got his samples mixed up, and then made a virtue of the resulting jumbled confusion in his carry case. I love stories like this. Stories like this yes, are this amazing. This whole piece is mm. full of real nuggets of information. Um, 
It's a love or loathe it food stuff, but it's important Yorkshire goes beyond a few boxes of sweets. The town of Pontefract and the surrounding area was built on the twin black economies of coal and licorice trade. Right. A few <laughs> decades. Don't get them mixed up. No, no, you, <laughs> you can't dig for one. <laughs> a few decades back, if you didn't work down the pit or have someone in the family who did, then you probably had someone close to you who worked in one of the many local confectionery firms. Mm, I know which job I'd rather <laughs> have had. Hey, and me. One for you, one for the box. It's not native to England. Now, listen, I'm going to skim this because it's pretty heavy. Yeah. Basically, um, Phil Penfold goes into how licorice came from the Greeks. We're talking third century BC. He really digs into the time we've got mentions of Dominican monks. Um, Also, he then goes through some kind of other history and then goes, the final plant, so he's basically saying the last plant in England, was a single specimen tucked under one of the walls of the castle in a small herb garden and just about the only reminder of a once proud industry was a poem written by John Betjeman. Sounds yep. about right. Great. I love a poem in a, in an article. Yeah, there's not enough of that in journalism. In the licorice fields at Pontefract, my love and I did meet, and many a burden licorice bush was blooming round our feet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Red hair she had and golden skin. It's me! Her silky lips were shaped for sin. Her sturdy legs were flannel sacked, the strongest legs in Pontefract. <laughs> My sturdy, I've got sturdy legs. I think that I think yeah. that was you and you like licorice. I do. Um, then we go into a bit of Euro information about Scandinavia. And we're going to crack into our interview and why the piece has been written. Yeah. All of this information is basically music to the ears of Heather Copley and her husband, Rob. The Copley family have farmed the land here for 200 years and more. And their husband and wife team have built up the business to include a hugely successful farm shop. They met when Rob left Yorkshire briefly to work in Dorset. He moved from the north to the south. I'm sorry, I beg your pardon. Only briefly. His he father- knew he'd made a mistake. His father had decided to sell up the then dairy heard and they met at a local Skittles match. Oh, how picturesque. Skittles the food or Skittles the game? I'm going to say the game. I will go with the food. <laughs> you pick a yellow one. Um, they returned to the home turf a while back after a spell in Cheshire and they now what? employ 46 staff. They travel all over the globe looking at food products and holidays, says Heather. Never ever out to be total relaxation. We always want to know how did they do that or where did that come from? We we never seem to switch off. I can't work out if I like Heather. <laughs> Heather's heard a lot about Pontefrat's licorice history from her staff and customers alike. Our business is really more like a community. She laughs. Mm. Yeah. And with our many regulars, we have a footfall of about 4,500 customers a week. Everyone seems to know nearly everyone else. And of course, you get to learn things about people, nosy. Where they worked, what their families do or did. And of course, there were lots of mentions about how big the licorice industry had been. See, but you're like this. You like to know what everybody's up to. If you had a farm... No, 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 but I don't ask. I tune in. Right. I eavesdrop. She's just going in there. Yeah. She's nosy. I like her. Mm, I like the cut of a jib. So it was just over four years ago that Rob and I were talking one evening and we both thought, well, why not give it a go? Let's try growing some licorice and we'll see what happens. We researched it all, as we always do, and we put in about a hundred plants. It takes quite a while for them to establish and you have to be very patient. But last year we had our first harvest and some of the roots were over five feet long. Heaven's alive. (laughs) Yeah, what a root. (laughs) 
<laughs> the Copley clan are famed for their pumpkin festival in the autumn and their summertime pick your own fruits enterprises. And it now looks as if licorice harvest in late summer might well rival those events. They're monopolising this market. Yes. I told you she's slippery. I don't like her. <laughs> Heather continues, so when we got our licorice crop up and established, you won't find any better in Britain. Oh, she's so smug. And you know what? (laughs) It's also really good for you. A brilliant substitute for sugar. So many, many times sweeter and no worries about calories. I love walking the fields where it's been planted. You can almost hear it growing underneath your feet. Oh, Heather, don't be ridiculous. Shut up, Heather. <laughs> I do like a bit of licorice. Do you like licorice? Oh, I can't bear it. oh really? It's not for me. I don't like it. Mm, not even covered in sherbet. I'd just rather have the sherbet. Yeah, just pour the sherbet That licorice used to come out and just be slung on the pavement and I'd knock that sherbet back. Oh, no. Oh, we could have been the best of friends. Well, I was thinking that when we were chair dancing earlier. I was like, we would have been really good mates when we were younger. Yeah, at school. We would have been good, wouldn't we? Just like two kind of little funny misfits. Yeah, yeah, steady. (laughs) (laughs) You are right, though. In fact, you've never been more right. (laughs) Right, my news from the north comes from the Lancashire Telegraph. Lovely. Popular East Lancashire restaurant couple set to retire after 25 years in the business. A couple who have run a popular restaurant for more than 25 years have decided to put the business on the market as they look forward to retirement. This is one of the stories that kind of was already there in the headline. You know, there was no intrigue. No, sometimes they do this in the local press. They write it and then just essentially the next few paragraphs is rewriting it. Yes, absolutely. The three-storey Jester's Restaurant in Church Street, Barnsalwick, has been run by (laughs) Geoffrey and Leslie Taylor since 1990. The Taylors bought the restaurant after previous running the dumb waiter in Todd Morden for eight <laughs> dumb years. Waiter. <laughs> Chef Mr Taylor, 62, runs the kitchen while Mrs Taylor, 57, oh, runs the front of house. Jester's specialises in steaks and French-influenced foods and opens four <laughs> evenings a week, Thursday through to Sunday. I like, <laughs> I like those hours. Mrs Taylor said, we've been here nearly 26 years after deciding to buy our own business. Many of our diners have become firm friends oh. and some of them have eaten here regularly since we took over. Our children, Erin and Daniel, were brought up here and previously helped out in the restaurant before they found something better to do. <laughs> they were the dumb waiter. <laughs> Working the vast majority of weekends means you miss out on a lot of celebrations yeah, and occasions, fairsies. you know. Not many weddings on a Tuesday. No. <laughs> and we're looking forward to some more spare time, although we're not sure we'll stop working entirely. We now feel the time's right to retire, so we've put the business up for the sale. Former councillor Jennifer Purcell, now chairman of West Craven Poppin Centre, said that... Poppin. Good to hear from her. Said the restaurant <laughs> has helped Barnsalwick economy for decades. She said, Leslie and Geoffrey have done a great job with jesters. They brought people into the town in the evening and provided consistent good food and service over a very long period they'll be missed and i hope the new owners continue in the same way property advisor christian co is acting as sales agents for the tailors who also live on the premises they'll have to move they are marketing the restaurant at an asking price of two hundred and twenty thousand pounds 
That's cheap. I know you get a parking space for that, don't <laughs> it? The building has a bar area and restaurant on the ground floor with an area that can be sectioned off for private functions. Oh, hang on, a VIP section? Absolutely. <laughs> and there is family accommodation on the first and second floors, which is accessed independently to the rear of the restaurant. Fair, you don't want them running through. Absolutely. My mid-steak or no. French frite. You don't have to even show your face. You can just slip round the back. <laughs> hey, I think... steady. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's an opportunity for us here well, running jesters absolutely they've had a fine old time doing it would you want to be at the front or the back absolutely i'd be all right out at the front right okay so i'd be the one sweating my tits off in the back yes you'd cooking me <laughs> fyi vegetarian no problem steaks corn steaks yes. coming up veggie steaks <laughs> i think it'd be fine in broccoli Barn- burger did you say <laughs> did somebody say hello me in barnaldswick um, yeah, love them. Good luck to them. Oh, good I say. luck, love. Good luck yeah. to them. Happy retirement. Gosh, she's not gonna. She is not gonna know what to do on a Friday night. It's not gonna do. I know. She'll um, have. A, she'll have a bottle of wine on the go, twenty four seven. She's gonna be mad for it. I would drink. On do the you job. think if you've been in hospitality all that time and then you come out of it, you're gonna be like, oh my god, is this what a Friday night's like? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she's gonna be painting Barnsalwick. Oh. She is gonna love Strictly. Yeah. Absolutely love it. Um, right, would you like to play Would You Rather? Absolutely. Would you rather have a foot-long nose or have a foot-long tongue? Ooh. The tongue, does it just hang or can you ravel it back up? <laughs> like that dog, you know, that dog on the internet that's got that really long tongue that just hangs yeah. out of the but side. But can you, like... You know, fold it or consultina it back up into your mouth. I'm sure you could, but naturally but it be- would. Bacon would be a bit difficult. It would be a bit difficult. You'd be tripping over your tongue, wouldn't you? Yeah. Do you think you'd have to sling it over your shoulder a bit? Because it would be floppy. Whereas a, no- whereas a long nose, like yeah. a foot long nose, I'm not going to imagine a Pinocchio nose. I'm going to imagine like my own nose, but longer. Yes. Presumably you'd be a bit nasal. I think you would be nasal and also I imagine... Morning, (laughs) Things might fly up it as well. Quite a lot of birds, you know. Bloody parakeets in there. (laughs) I've got a pigeon. (laughs) God, think how massive your bogeys would be as well. Oh, revolting. They'd be huge. Um, I I wonder if you could have a nose job. Actually, um... Remember that your nose doesn't stop growing as you get older. Is that true? Your nose and your ears, they keep growing. That's, That's why old people yeah, yeah, have yeah, got big... Yeah, yeah, mm. So that nose wouldn't just stop at no. however many feet. It would keep going. I'm going to go with tongue. Are you? Mm. Because, purely for the reasoning, imagine a cake in front of you. Yeah. You could take said tongue out... Wrap it around the cake. <laughs> Taste a 360 degree version of cake and then eat. So lasso a cake. That's what you're saying. Essentially, yes. Um, no, that would be revolting. Nobody. <laughs> For you, maybe, but in the comfort of my own home. Oh, yes, okay. I'm blind <laughs> shut. <laughs> Leave me alone with my tongue and this French fancy. <laughs> um, listen, thank you. Thank you so much for listening. Um, we really appreciate it. Um, we we love you very much for it. And also, we were delighted um, because there was um, some excellent movement in the iTunes podcast chart. We, this week, yeah. hit charts in both comedy and general iTunes charts. And that is because you wonderful people yeah. are listening to us. And all, honestly, it is 
possibly the, the greatest feeling ever, knowing that we are making you laugh. Yeah, thank you. Thanks, Thanks for, so uh, much. Oh my gosh, it's wonderful. And if you want to give us a star or two as a rating, that's fine. You knock yourself out there, go for well, it. Not literally, be careful. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. But we love we love the ratings because it, it does make all the difference. Yeah, it really does Thanks actually. So Thanks much. so much. And also, Sarah's so clever and she set up a P.O. box. I have set up a P.O. box. If you would like to write to us, I, we would love that. It's P.O. Box 66747 London NW59GH. We will also put that in the podcast description. Yes. Um, gosh, it was like listening to a TV presenter in the 90s then <laughs> saying it. It was brilliant. It was so good. But seriously, we do, we would love you to write to us, um, you know, by hand, you know, tie it up in a little envelope, send it off. If to you us. don't feel comfortable doing handwriting, we'll accept type notes. Or, I mean, if you want to do the weird, like, cutting out of newspaper letters and sticking it oh together, I would love that. We would love a bit of a ransom note type thing and so yes do write to us but we always finish every single week uh, with Jules's word or affirmation of the week which is it this week it's a word sorry I got really giggly reading it (laughs) okay what is it fibble 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 fibble's terrific what does it mean the mouthpiece of a recorder or similar wind instrument which is blown endwise in which thin channel cut through a block directs a stream of air against a sharp edge incredible could you use it in a sentence please heck i've brought my oboe but i can't find my fibble just amazing thank you so much for listening we will see you next time bye A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.